What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the I'm Getting There podcast. It's your host, Michael Booth, and today I'm back with returning guest in the show, San Francisco comedian Zach Lord. It was fun to sit down with Zach and catch up um, since, not only since his last uh, podcast episode, but also since the last time he was at the Bricks and Beer comedy show, uh, which was great. Um, it was fun to to have him back after, um, I think we said it was like a few years after uh, the, his time there, so... Yeah, it was cool for cool to just catch up and talk about um, you know comedy, what he's been up to. Um, if you go follow him on Instagram at Zach Lord Comedy, you will see he has a ton of content on there, and he's you know working to uh, to create more and more. And so we talk about that and kind of just how he goes about um, doing that, and kind of his method for you know refining his his material and uh, and kind of you know honing in on on. Uh, his style, I guess, which was pretty interesting and, and definitely cool to, you know, to think about. Uh, and we also go into some current events and just a bunch of other stuff. This was, this was a fun episode. I was laughing uh, quite a bit through it. Um, so yeah, uh, go follow him, like I said, on Instagram at Zach Lord Comedy and on TikTok as well. Um, I think he's up to like, it was 85 or 86,000 followers now. Um, so go check that out. Uh, follow him and, uh, you know, if you like any of his jokes and stuff, share them online, man. That's, uh, I always tell people, you know, if you, any, like, you like the, you like my joke clip, like, you know, can you share it or can you like leave a comment or something like feedback always helps. So, uh, speaking of feedback, if you can, uh, follow the podcast on Instagram as well at I'm getting there pod and, uh, uh, subscribe as well to the podcast, any platform you're on right now, if you're on Apple podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're at. And if you're on Apple, if you could also go down and leave a review for the podcast. Uh, like I said, feedback's crucial. So thank you for um, doing that to the people that have. And leave some stars for the show as well. Uh, and, you know, appreciate all that feedback. And, um, yeah, you know, thank you again for supporting the show. Uh, this was a fun episode, and I hope you enjoy this episode with Zach. Sorry. <laughs> no, no problem. I, uh, I, I kind of just, I kind of go with that, uh, with that intro, uh, everyone's going to sign off. They don't want to hear about our schedules. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, so yeah, I guess the, what I wanted to talk about first has been your, your grind, um, lately with, with putting out like joke clips and stuff. Like yeah. I, I noticed it a while ago. Like I was like, Oh, he's putting out clips now, but then there's been this consistency, you know, that you've kind of, that you've kind of built and you even are kind of like, you know, uh, promoting it, you know, and, and I've seen that you've been getting, uh, growing your following on TikTok and stuff like that. And so I just kind of, I was curious, like what made you, what made you take like this, this pathway, I guess, because, you know, like there's a lot of different things that people are doing, right? Like, people are doing like I'm doing this and then then there's like other people putting out you know like sketch videos Mm -hmm. and and you know there's there's all these different types of of like ways to put out comedy I guess and so I'm just kind of curious like what you were like like what made you kind of like you know divert to that pathway 
Yeah. So I actually, um, I mean, when I was, when I was like three months into comedy, I, uh, recorded three episodes of what was quite possibly the shittiest podcast of all time. Uh, and it was, <laughs> it was just, uh, a significantly less funny version of me by myself rant, ranting about stuff. It was, it was just horrible. So haven't, uh, haven't been trying to podcast too much. And I mean, honestly, the main reason why I like recording standup clips is because it's the most relevant to what I enjoy doing. Um, so, you know, like I want, I want people on social media to follow me because they enjoy my standup because that's primarily what I do. Um, okay. if admittedly, like if I, if I was better at thinking of ideas for sketches, I'd be doing sketches. Um, I can't, I can't think of good sketch ideas to save my life. I've done a couple, uh, with some, with a few people, like I did one with Stroy, that was all his idea. So I was just, uh, you know, an actor in it. And then, uh, a mm-hmm. few with Arturo where I filmed and edited it. Uh, and of course also nice. was a part of it, but the, uh, the standup clips, I don't know. Like I, I, I honestly, like I've wanted to do this for a while. I actually bought a camera right before, like a week before COVID hit. So the timing could not okay. have been worse. Like I bought a camera, couldn't use it for six months, no shows. Um, <laughs> but now, um, I mean, now, now it's like shows are back to normal. So I try to film every set within reason. There's some shows that, are just not worth running the risk of someone knocking over the camera because it's too crowded or like the show's just not that good or uh, the lighting sucks. Like I do, I I do a show every week at Jackson um, in the Marina and like the backdrop is like, cause it's a country bar in SF, which is the biggest oxymoron of all time. Um, (laughs) But it just doesn't make any sense at all. Um, And it's right. And it's a block away from another country bar. Like you'd think they'd at least try to divide and conquer. (laughs) They just they they just want to they got zoned to that area. Yeah, I mean they're smart. They're like, oh, we'll open up in the marina where it's just like the largest concentration of white people. Maybe we'll get like eight Republicans to keep us in business. Um, (laughs) But and the best part is like it's 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 run through. uh, So hella funny is doing that show at Jackson. So it's like you know a black run show at a country bar like the the i the in SF just like the irony is overwhelming. But um, like, I don't, I never film that show because like generally I'm hosting. So, you know, the audience isn't super warmed up. I generally like to get clips off of regular sets where I'm coming into, you know, a crowd that's heard a few comics, had a couple drinks and, you know, I'm just going to get the most out of a joke. Um, Mm -hmm. And the backdrop is an American flag. Uh, So I really do not want to be posting anything with an American flag on social media. like comedy wise like especially like if it's like a somewhat edgy joke everyone's just gonna assume that like i'm all right <laughs> which is not what i want yeah just the american all. flag in the background <laughs> yeah. yeah no like there, there there's like there's like i have some jokes about like like the difficulties of having like a super like liberal and progressive dad uh and i'm liberal and progressive but when i tell that joke in front of an american flag i don't look progressive yeah. at all um so you know like the show, shows like that i I'll hold off on filming, but like any, any good show, I always bring a camera cause you never know what's going to happen. Um, and I mean like the, a huge benefit to filming on top of having material to post and whatnot is that you can critique how a set went. There's a lot of, there's a lot of sets I've had where coming off stage, I thought, well, that was very bad. And then I'll rewatch it and like, okay, no, like it wasn't as bad as I thought or the opposite. Oh, I see where, what you're saying. Yeah. And 
also what I try to do is, um, you know, like for writing material, a lot goes into it beyond just, you know, the words, obviously how you deliver it, the facial expressions. I try to be pretty animated on stage. So when mm -hmm. I record a joke, you know, if I record every set and I've done a joke every set for the last couple of weeks, you know, I have like five or you 10. Kinda, you're pretty dialed in with like what you're going to do with your, how you're going to present it and like the timing and all that stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And I can, I can see like where it worked, where it didn't. Um, it's tough though, because like, you know, the laughter from the crowd is like, it's multivariable. So like if I deliver it one way at a comedy club and another way at a small bar, the comedy club is going to get more laughter no matter what. So you always have to, yeah. you, you, there's yeah. like no control. Yeah. To, there's like a to base it off of exactly. Like it's a pretty, like it's a surprisingly like methodical approach to figure out like what the optimal way to deliver a joke is just based off the video. Yeah. Um, that is, that is interesting that you're taking in, you know, like, like analyzing all these, you know, details and refining and refining it more than, you know, more than, more than like you'd think to uh just by like with your with like an audio recording right like you right. like because uh, i i record it with like i just record my audio from my phone most of the time with sets and uh i i get like the cadence at least you know and i can tell like with like the you know like the tone of my voice you know i can kind of but like yeah like you're saying on the video you get to see those facial expressions and stuff like that you're like okay like that got more of a reaction than just like saying it with a straight face you know or something like that yep like and there's some things like that i've noticed that i never did until uh like one thing i never was good about doing or never even thought to do until i started recording myself was like just and it's, it seems like it should be straightforward but you know two years in i never thought to do it just like pause and like smile after like if, like there's some times where like they, you don't get the laugh that you want but if you just wait like two fucking seconds you do <laughs> and like seeing that once on a camera i was like oh okay like that's the face i need to make if the crowd gets uncomfortable to like remind them oh it's a comedy show you can laugh at this oh i see nice yeah that's that's gotta yeah that's that's interesting using a facial expression to to be like come on guys yeah I'm, exactly I'm just, I'm just i'm just playing with you yeah you know? it's like hey you know, <laughs> in case you forgot you, you paid to laugh here not not get uptight um but exactly. back to what you were saying about the posting um yeah i mean like i just you know i started filming and, and editing the clips enough where it just made sense like i try to post it once a week on instagram at first i was actually getting like a good like five or ten followers a week now i don't know i don't know anything about their algorithm but at some point they're like yeah he doesn't he doesn't need any new followers. We'll just show we'll just show it to the people who already decided they want to see his stuff. He doesn't need anybody else discovering him. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, I've, I've found that I found that too with like posting posting stuff for like the podcast. Like it's it's so it's so just I I've been think, I've been trying to think like is do they you know is this like a shorter clip or like a longer video like you know like cutting it up like what you know what is what seems to be the best way and I've, i'm yeah i've been i think i have like probably like 70 clips now on instagram and i still am trying to figure out what to do you know like i just i've had some where i'm like okay and i've kind of been able to follow this pattern now but yeah it's it is interesting to be like what's what is the what's the algorithm like what do i gotta mm -hmm. what do i gotta do here you know like <laughs> yeah no i mean it's um it's kind of, it's it i mean like no matter what people say like there is some luck to it like i mean it, obviously like it's strongly correlated off of like 
how good the video is and like how talent like you know if, if bill burr wasn't there's a reason bill burr is famous like it's yes. not just luck like he's incredibly funny he's worked hard blah 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 on TikTok, there's no like there's no bad comics on TikTok that have a lot of followers but there's a ton of amazing comics that don't have a lot of followers on TikTok. like it, to get that luck you have to be pretty good but like there's so much luck involved and anyone who says that there's mm -hmm. not when you're talking about like a social media algorithm is an asshole like there's luck <laughs> yeah yeah there's, yeah it's like the timing and the and yeah it's just there's a yeah there's a lot that goes into it even if you're trying to follow those variables you know like i'm assuming you're looking at like you know when people are when your followers are online and like trying to post at that time and things like things like that you know and yeah those those like even if you're doing that it's still it's still just like throwing a car like your name in a hat and it's just like you know it's at least you're throwing your name in the hat is what you got to kind of tell yourself yeah <laughs> like and yeah i mean you like yeah like you have to use every advantage possible um like you know if there's if there's information you can get on how the algorithm works and you don't get it and you know you have no reason to complain about the video is not working well. True. Instagram, I've tried to figure it out. I, I have no fucking clue. TikTok, I figured it out recently. Um, and that's that um, the most important thing that it seems right now for TikTok to showing new people your videos is the ratio of average watch time to length of the video. The sweet okay. spot of the ratio that they want as a minimum before promoting um, a video is the ratio gets smaller and smaller with the length of the video. So if you post a 10 second video, the average watch time has to be like nine seconds or, or 10 seconds. So either 90 or a hundred percent of the length of the video. If you post a two minute like joke on stage, you only need the average watch time to be like 40 seconds for them to give it some virality. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And the way that I, the way that I think about it is like, since I'm pretty much only posting stand-up clips on TikTok. When I started posting non-stand-up clips on TikTok, I lost like all my momentum on TikTok. Like I was getting like 500 views a video um, and the stand-up clips were substantially more. So the way that mm -hmm. I think about it is um, somebody who's, if there's a two minute joke, people who are 20 seconds in are gonna finish it. So they're gonna hugely skew the average higher. If there's a 40 second joke, same thing, 20 second people are going to finish it, but you're only getting an extra 20 seconds out of them. So I think that like yeah. longer story jokes on TikTok kill. I think on Instagram, it's like the complete opposite. Oddly enough. Like you want to be, you want to be doing like one, like less than a minute kind of just like quick stuff. We have to, uh, to get it on reels, which is I think the way to yeah. go now. Cause that's like your only chance of getting, um, new people. But I don't know, man, like it's, it, it's, a lot of it comes down to content like uh do you know uh i don't know if you know dave nyhill um but he's no. he's 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 very funny um does comedy in sf i think he's like moved he's moved or or bounces back and forth but in either case he started posting clips on reels and you know just got like eighty thousand followers in like four weeks just from a bunch of reels going viral i've tried doing wow. the same mine are not going viral like he's been doing comedy a long time. His clips are objectively better. Like the algorithm yeah. works, you know, like it, it sucks. Like I hate, hate posting a clip. I think it's hilarious. It gets fucking 200 views on Instagram, like 10 likes. 
sucks. I thought yeah, it was yeah, funny. Like, it wasn't. Like sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just a nice yeah. ego check. <laughs> yeah, it is. That yeah, that is the Yeah, that is true. It doesn't lie. It it's like uh Yeah, it's almost like you know, it's almost like telling the joke itself, you know? Like it's it's it, the, the audience doesn't lie either you know so it's like <laughs> yeah you're just facing that again um pretty much uh have you been have you been following the um i mean i, I don't want to talk about the the written house stuff because i just sounds like you do <laughs> no i i was gonna i was gonna ask you about something else and then that was also right next to what i was gonna ask you about uh Okay. <laughs> I just can, thought of the guy crying. That. I actually watched a surprisingly large amount of the trial. Who the fuck okay. is at my door right now? Hold on one second. Ordered some stuff on Amazon that they said would be here tomorrow. If that's it tonight, got to get these Amazon workers erased. Not that it's ever going to happen, but we should. Yeah, that's efficiency. Yeah. <laughs> Uh no, it was about the uh the astral world. I was gonna uh, oh. <laughs> That shit's wild. That shit's so wild. <laughs> yeah. And all um, that came out like after Outside Lands. So like I have like it's like Monday after Outside Lands, I'd see like eight people died at Astro World. It's like I'm glad I went to a fucking music event with people not murdering each other. Yeah. I mean no one killed anyone on purpose, but like I've never understood the appeal of a mosh pit. People are like, yeah, I'm going to go to a concert and get the shit kicked out of me by strangers. Like, yeah, that's going to be a good time. So you don't understand. I just love Metallica. All, all Metallica fans have to do this. Do you just ripping me so hard? Yeah. Oh, you. Oh, you're a big mosh pit guy. Everything you just said. I'm not gonna. I'm not. It's I'm all not, good. I'm not I just gonna, thought that was funny. I'm not gonna listen to the music at home like a pussy. I'm gonna let someone punch yeah. me in the face. Yeah. I mean, I. Definitely not the intent, but uh, yeah, I see. I see what you're saying. Uh, no, but what I wanted to to kind of bring up was how different the like what you what you see about it is on different you know different like websites or, or apps and stuff. Like if you go to if you go to like the news sites, you know it's pretty basic. You hear about you know like what happened. There's kind of a detail or some video of people like breaking through the barricade and all that stuff. If you go to TikTok. Or if you go to like Instagram and you start watching like firsthand account videos and you start watching all these breakdowns, it starts to get pretty wild. Dude, it's fucked up. To the point now where there's like all of this like conspiracy theory happening already online. No, it's about it's about the uh, astral world. Like he, they're saying that it was like a ritual. Like there's a lot of stuff on TikTok about it being like a like some sort of like satanic ritual. Like to and it's ridiculous. It's kind of ridiculous, actually, that it's like being perpetuated. And like, there's, it was like, I just sat there and clicked on a thread and was just watching video after video of like, here's my breakdown of why this, like, this is a, here's a portal. This, there's this other thing. Like, there's all these, the formation of stuff, the imagery. It's mm-hmm. like, uh, what are we doing? Like, why are we, like, like people actually died and we're over here, like, just, wandering in this when this like conspiracy just there's in the comments it's just it's so weird to me it's just like i don't i i don't even know what to 
what to make of it like it's just like i'm gonna stick to like what what the news and like the what's like the detail that factual information you know like what they're actually is reporting so the problem is like anytime anything surprising like this happens especially when deaths are involved like even covid for example like the new the news is always like pretty reliable the first first and second day because it's just facts like mm-hmm. oh 10 people died these many people are injured travis scott doesn't seem too apologetic that's those are the facts and then yeah. the problem is that people have proportionality bias where like when something significant happens they want a significant explanation for it so like when COVID happens oh global pandemics happen once every 100 years give or take that's not a significant enough explanation. People have to say that it's a government conspiracy and retarded shit like that. When <laughs> ten when ten people die at what's supposed to be a, a you know harmless concert, like people think people want like oh satanic explanation or anything like that. Mm-hmm. When the explanation is simple, the artist didn't give a fuck about people's safety. He's done this in the past. There, there's a larger propensity for his fans to do violent shit at music fest at a music event than others. Same reason, like, I like I'd be more, I'd be expect, I would expect any event where there's a mosh pit for there to be a higher rate of injury or death than if you went to a fucking, um, I don't know, three eleven concert. That like, makes sense, and that's that's the other interesting part that I guess I have as like you know like my experience going and being in mosh pits and things like that is is how crazy that can be but how that community also looks out for everybody which sounds crazy but mm-hmm. like it like you know somebody falls we pick them up you know somebody like we kind of put your fist out like when you're standing on the edge of the pit so somebody can feel you so they don't hit people you know so that they're in that free area yeah uh, there is like kind of all that stuff in like the culture but i what happened here wasn't necessarily like that it was like so many videos, it's like kind of, it's like hard to watch sometimes. There's just like people, they're so squished together that they just have their arms up and they're like this because they can't move at all. And I've felt that a couple times at a concert where there's so many bodies. It's that the you worst. Get. It's the craziest feeling. Yeah. yeah. Like I got, I like let my feet left the ground one time and I was just kind of like going like this. Like, and I was just bodies and we were all doing that. It was like we were like an ocean. Like it was, yeah. <laughs> it no, was crazy. I mean, like, <laughs> at, at Outside Lens, uh, for um, my my friends and I, we wanted to see Rufus pretty close up. So we're trying to like navigate our way through the crowd. And it just mm-hmm. gets like progressively denser and denser. And at, at a certain point, it's like, I'll, I'll, wa- I'll watch the concert from the very fucking back before I stand in this like group. And you, you are right. Yeah. Like it's not just the mosh pit thing, but like from, from what I've seen, and you know this could be wrong but from what i've seen travis travis scott has like in the past kind of like been not like ever invoking violence or anything but definitely blatantly disregarding Uh safety at concerts like there's one time that he told everybody to rush to the stage and jump the barricades Mm -hmm. which he was like sued for people got injured so like obviously if the artist is you know propagating that behavior he's going to have a fan base that's more callous when it comes to people getting hurt at events than other artists so when people are in ambulance uh you know carts and there's people dancing on top of them it's not surprising when they're there to see the artist that propagates that behavior yeah and there's and they see themselves dancing on that as like 
Travis would think this is sick. Yeah, you know? exactly. They're like, like, oh, I don't give like, a fuck. <laughs> just like Travis. Yeah. Like, fuck the people that need this thing. Like, I'm trying to get my video you know <laughs> right it's it's like it's like the same it's like the same reason like if someone told me that there's more sexual harassment at fox news versus cnn i wouldn't be surprised you know because the people at the, because yeah. because the fucking people at the top like the like bill o'reilly everyone's there because of bill o'reilly they act like bill o'reilly not surprising mm-hmm. like everyone's there to see travis scott travis scott is you know encouraging that kind of behavior not surprising yeah. when it happens. Although it is surprising that ten people died. I don't think anyone would have expected that. And it's, I mean, yeah, it's, some it's, of them were. It's insane. There was like some pretty some young kids that that passed away too from the show. I think as that were part of that. And it's yeah, it's sad to see because it's, you know, it's it's like you're there to see your favorite thing. And, yeah. And like you, yeah, it's yeah, it's really sad to see. And I I've seen there's already like you know multiple pending lawsuits not only on uh travis scott but drake as well and on live nation i think too uh which i think live nation uh from what i'm from kind of my perspective it seems like there wasn't enough i don't know they didn't expect the crowd surge i don't think but also i don't think there was enough security just based on what i've seen and like how the barricade uh was just like broken and it didn't seem like there was you know enough uh, security to handle the event but i also it's it's hard like when that many people just burst in and there's that much of an influx of what you're expecting you know i it is tough to say i mean i know they didn't have what they should have had but also it's like you know, i don't they were expecting probably what like half of that i think right i mean the uh, thing is it's like from the videos that i saw when there's that many people like behaving like that callously there's no amount of security you could have that would make everything work so like it even if like like if live nation expected this the only way that they could have optimized for it would be to cancel the event it's not like they could oh we're just gonna have we're just gonna have yeah. two thousand security guards and lose and lose tons of money on this <laughs> concert mm-hmm. um i mean That's it's true honestly i mean it's 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 largely on travis scott he there's you know there's the videos of people being resuscitated with an eye view of him and he's Ca- just still good. Yeah. Most yeah. artists, when they see somebody passed out, stop and make sure that they don't fucking die. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, you know, it's, I, I don't think, I don't know if you should go to jail for anybody dying. I don't, I, that might be a little extreme. I'm not sure. Um, the thing is, that's kind of a gray area because I, I can make a good case for both. Um, you know, he's he's no Kyle Rittenhouse, but there's definitely blood on his hands. <laughs> Man, that video of him crying that that just been has been going. Oh, and no, not, not, not so... one tear came out. It was it no. was the most. It's like the it. It's it like was the Zuckerberg sip of crying. Yeah, like... <laughs> exactly. It it, it was. Yeah. I mean, and also like there's, there, there's like other, there's things that like make it pretty clear that like he has not like shied away from the glorification of the Republican party, uh, of Mm -hmm. him. So it's like, what is it? Are you, do you, do you feel bad? Do you wish you didn't have to kill them? Or are you happy to be this like 
really obnoxious Poster idiom boy. for for this like this completely misguided idiom for the second amendment what which is it it's like mm-hmm. i think it's the latter because i remember when i was 17 years old and if there was a riot or a protest anywhere near me my first thought would not be oh i'm going to take my mom's assault rifle and go make sure that people don't break into this car dealership with whom i have no affiliation <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just a good Samaritan. Yeah, it's a, oh no, I just here. I just I just love a good Ford F one. I just love. I'm gonna I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, gonna I'm, I'm, I'm gonna risk my life and freedom and break the laws of carrying a gun as a 17 year old to protect Ford. Uh, yeah, I heard I my dad. I heard, I heard my dad say he still has some stock, so I wanna I wanna make sure that our financial safety net doesn't get compromised by this riot. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> as if that would ever like materially impact Ford's, you know, <laughs> stock. I just don't under who who who's that much of a loser where they care that much about other people's stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> if it was my dealership, I wouldn't do that. Be like, yeah, it's insured. We're good. It's exactly. It's <laughs> like, yeah, you're just out there like nobody will take my cars. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, oh, does your insurance dealership? have uh is it insured for vandalism it's like well considering the car insurance has vandalism i would assume the dealership is insured for vandalism the place yeah. that sells the cars that that are insured for vandalism like just crazy have you did you watch mm-hmm. any of the trial it, it it was it was pretty uh, wild like how biased this judge is among other things yeah i was watching a part where the i think it was the hmm when they spoke up about uh, them talking about his vow of silence, I think, or right to remain silent, and how the I think it was the defending attorney was uh, like violent. I you see that I almost started laughing at like this judge's reactions when he gets upset or starts speaking loudly. It's kind of funny. Like he just <laughs> he I don't I can't like he's hard to take serious. And then there's that. There's also that photo of him too, where he's like looking at like a magazine. Then that's getting shared around right now as well. Mm-hmm. With uh, the that's magnifying just, that's just kind glass. Of, um, I don't maybe okay. yeah I uh, but yeah, just the vibe of the judge and stuff is is it feels it just doesn't feel. I don't know. I, I just get weird vibes from watching it. I'm like, this doesn't. This feels like something's not right. So I don't know. I mean, what watching watching the trial i i would be very surprised unfortunately because i mean he should rot in prison um i'd be very surprised if he went to jail uh, i mean or prison and if he did i'd be surprised if it was longer than two years and i'd be even more surprised if he was like tried as an adult i mean i i, I think i think i guess they're probably already trying him as an adult but like the the judge has been very biased um, and they qualified a piece of evidence that never should have been qualified. Basically, there was a video um, from a drone of one Kyle Rittenhouse was shooting these people. I almost called him Kyle, but I don't want to be on first name basis with a fucking racist murderer. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, Kyle was down the street shooting people. It's like, I don't know <laughs> yeah. him like that. We'll stick with yeah. first and last name for him. Um, uh-huh. But there's a video of him, uh, you know, shooting all those people. And the da is like all right and we'll we'll zoom in on the video on the ipad 
you know, just pin like pinch and pull on the screen, on the touch screen to zoom in. And mm-hmm. the defense attorney is like, Hey, can we get a break? And the judge is like, sure, let's take a break. It's like, just had a break. I don't see why there needs to be another one, but sure. Ju- bias judge wants another break. They come back from the break. The DA is like, yeah. So from, from what we understand, when you zoom in on Apple products, they have AI and logarithms. I don't think they have a fucking clue what a logarithm is. I don't within the context of zooming in on a a fucking video. video. Yeah. (laughs) Like I'm pretty sure they just like, we'll just pick a random math term that not one person can confirm that they know what it is. And just, we'll just confuse everybody. We'll just, we'll just shove doubt in everyone's face. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's like they use derivatives in the video. No, we can't use derivatives. People know what deliver what derivatives are. We have to use logarithms. So mm-hmm. they say all of that, and the judge is like, "Oh, so like, like it seemed like it was like staged. Like, oh, so like, are you saying they add pixels to the video?" And the defense is like, "Oh yeah, they add pixels to the video." And the DA is like, "No, like it doesn't. It doesn't change the video when you zoom in. Like may, maybe they they add like you know there's more pixels." per like thing in the video because you're zooming in on it so it's like re it's like well, it's adjusting like, to the image well, it's like if, yeah. well like think, think about this like like my my face on zoom right now with me sitting this far away from my camera my eye is a certain size in the photo uh-huh. and there's so many pixels per like you know square inch on a photo or video when you zoom yeah. in on my eye there's now more pixels covering my eye because you zoomed all the way in Totally. My yeah. eye doesn't change. My eye looks the same. <laughs> it may get a little blurry if you zoom in too much. And basically like the, the DA was like, he's like, your honor, like this is, this is a function on iPhones, Androids, every touchscreen that people have been using in everyday life for decade, for like over a decade. I don't mm-hmm. understand. Like the, the, the image does not change. There's nothing about that. Like there's not, there's nothing that supports this. He said, like if, if the D if the defense wants to bring up an expert witness who can, testify to the video being materially altered from zooming in i'd be happy to have that i'd be happy to okay that and the judge is like no you should bring in an expert witness proving that it doesn't change it's like what the fuck are you talking about it's like i wasn't the one who brought this up and basically Mm -hmm. the judge was just like the only way you're going to show this video is if like it's qualified that it may not that that it may be (sighs) altered it's like it's like that it was just it it was mind-blowing like i when i was watching that i had to shut it off just because it's like when you're trying to the level of bias was just like just out of this world and like the da was just like he'd be like it's like it's nothing different than than reading something with a magnifying glass where the print is too small the letters do Mm. not change you can just see them better and the judge was like no i don't i i don't buy it oh my god this is like when you when you try to explain something to a homie, mm-hmm. but then you explain it too much, and then they get confused. Yeah, and then they're like, and they start making fun of you, and you're like, <laughs> that's what it sounds like happened. So like this judge is like, I don't, I don't know shit about fucking pixels. No, the, the looks judge, like the guy doesn't know shit about anything. Like honestly, the, the, ju- <laughs> the judge was just the judge is very biased, um, and he's also apparently from what I've from what I've seen he has this reputation of being like a hard ass and Mm. he's trying to use this moment in the spotlight to kind of springboard his 
notoriety oh, as a career. judge. Yeah. So <laughs> he has this reputation of being a, a tough guy and a badass. So he's just being an absolute menace in the courtroom. I mean, th- think about how th- think about how much all the like Fox News, you know, watchers love this judge right now. Watching mm-hmm. him shut down the DA who's trying to hold uh, a white gunman account- accountable. Oh, they're like they're like having drinks and. Oh yeah, they're him. like they're like oh like he's. <laughs> He should be Trump's VP in 2024. I was like, going yeah, to say, yeah. <laughs> that would be so wild. Could you imagine? That guy's just sitting there smiling in a sucking shirt tie, just like right next to Trump. <laughs> that would be insane, dude. Do you know what I just thought of? Like, imagine how nice it would have been. Like, and it would have been a brief period of time, but like, imagine how nice it would have been to like be alive in the US um, when like polit- like when both sides of politics were like had their own reasonable things and like you couldn't just objectively shit on the other side like right now i'm just like mm-hmm. oh yeah anyone who votes for trump like you know that's bad judgment at best yeah <laughs> like at best <laughs> like like there's like think about it like it wasn't that long ago where it was like you know like it's it's between like uh bill clinton and bob dole and like if someone like Bob Dole, you couldn't just go up to the like people who like Bob Dole and be, be like, like Fuck "You're a Bob fucking Dole. idiot." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't, you couldn't behave like that. You'd have to be like, "Yeah, I mean, he has like, okay, I guess, I guess, you know, lower taxes, you know, maybe, maybe it trickles yeah. down. We haven't seen it yet. It wound up not, but maybe, uh, like, you know, you, there's you no way for <laughs> you couldn't just call like, like, I mean, like right now, it's just like if you're a Democrat, you're like, oh, Republicans are complete fucking assholes and then if you're a republican like oh yeah democrats are just giant pussies like 20 <laughs> 30 years ago it must have been nice in like 91 we we're just like yeah they have some good yeah. points but i'm leaning on the clinton side or yeah they have some good points but i don't really like Bill yeah like people are at the bar like arguing about foreign policy and and like the federal reserve and then yeah now <laughs> now we're just like Anytime if somebody says Trump, you pull out your phone and you're ready to record like a fucking, you know, like yeah. a, a, an altercation, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's like if that used to be like, oh, yeah, we'll see how this NAFTA thing plays out. And now it's like, hey, <laughs> did, you, yeah, like, did you see did you see that presidential candidate mock a handicapped reporter? That was cool. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just insane. <sighs> There's people who watch that and they're just like, oh, this is my guy. I love mocking handicapped people. And I have some jokes just... about handicapped people in my set, sure. But I think there's some middle ground between that and mocking them to their face. Um, That's true. And also, you know, the the lens with which the joke is received. At a comedy show, you're just joking and it's harmless. You're running for president. It's a little different. Yeah. I wonder if there is some sort of weird disconnect that happens when – People are just watching that stuff on TV, you know, in your home. You see it on a screen. It seems so far away. Yeah. It seems like it's not even real to you, maybe. You know, like, I think some people think it is real, but how often do you think people are, like, really conceptualizing and putting themselves, like, like in the audience of the thing that he's speaking at and, like, really thinking about, like, the pe- the type of people that are there and, and, like, the environment that you would be putting yourself into? Um, I don't think... I don't think many people over the age of like, I don't know, many older people probably aren't really assessing that. You know, it seems like it's just like what they're used to 
is always been what's on the TV, I guess. And so maybe it's as you, as you get older, maybe you disconnect farther from it. I don't know. There's yeah, I do that. I don't know. I don't think that anybody watches. Um, I don't think anybody watches anything political with any obje- uh, objectivity anymore, myself included. Like I, I like to think mm-hmm. of myself as, you know, when when it's important to like when it's important to be impartial, you know, it's pretty much always good to be impartial all the time, unless it's like a decision solely based off of emotion. But like, it's just yeah. not possible. Like once once you have your political opinions, generally people feel strongly about them, especially if they feel strongly enough where they watch political shows. Like I haven't watched like CNN or I mean any any political talk show in a long time um mm-hmm. which is one good thing about our about politics being so pulverizing now is that you don't really need to be super informed to make the right call like when the yeah, option is gonna, Donald yeah. when the when the option is Donald <laughs> Trump and everybody else I don't need to know one fucking thing about the other person it's nice like it would like in 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 like in 19 uh. like <laughs> in 1996 i would have or i guess 1995 is probably when they were campaigning whenever it was i would have had to do some research like oh maybe we don't reelect bill clinton i don't know yeah this year is like, eh, yeah. yeah i won't <laughs> I, a year ago in november i'm like yeah i won't be i won't be voting for donald trump yeah pretty yeah, easy it, yeah it's not hard to yeah like Joe Biden's not great. If if it were up to me, we wouldn't have him either. He can't finish yeah. a sentence. I'm not a big fan of him, but I'm smart enough to know the same. lesser of two evils. Yeah, same. Yeah, it's a. Uh, yeah, it was <laughs> the easiest. Yeah, it's like building on fire. Building not on fire. Building not on fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like it's like, you know, if I have my choice between driving into a wall at a hundred miles an hour or sixty, I'm not excited for either of them. Yeah. I'm not excited you'd for either. But you'd at least like to be able to have that you like have Yeah, that there's there's a chance I just like lose a couple limbs with one of them. The other one I'm dying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the, the limb one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Oh, man. Get get a little further into the song before I hit the wall. <laughs> Whatever's yeah. playing in the car. Uh, are you? Uh, are you, I don't think I've asked you this before. Are you a sports guy at all? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about uh, Odell going to the Rams today? Did you see that? Yeah, I mean he'll he'll be their third option. I don't I don't think he is what he used to be. Ever since ever since his injuries, he's just not as fast. And you know everyone wanted to show those highlights of Baker Mayfield missing him on passes. There's plays where he just fucking fell on the ground. Like he just tripped mm-hmm. over his own feet. Like I, I don't I don't think Odell is a top thirty receiver in the league anymore. Cooper Cup is the best right now. So yeah. not not like maybe sheer talent wise, but production wise, clearly. I think if he goes there and just keeps you know, just uh if he starts to become like a diva and stuff like he was with oh, he's out. and like yeah. yeah it's and so i i hope that he just kind of um like you know blends in and 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 like gets like you, he could use like definitely use cup as like a as a kind of like a you know like a like a measure of 
of what to do, you know, like kind of like, not like a mentor really, but just like come in and like be like, Oh, this is the culture and just like slide in and stuff. I think that, and I think that he's a, like, I think he's a great pickup for them. And it's like, Holy shit. The Rams were already kind of, um, doing well. It's like, I feel like they're going to, they're just going to dominate that division now. Yeah. Well, I don't know about dominate the division. The Cardinals look amazing. Um, like, the, Card- the Cardinals supporting cast is so good that Colt McCoy destroyed the Niners, um, but the Niners kind of suck. So <laughs> there's, you know, there's that, yeah. but I, I don't, I don't think the biggest question mark for me is OBJ fitting in culturally and behaving himself. I think, I think getting cut from a team where the next best receiver is Donovan Peoples Jones is pretty humbling. I think he realized That's- like, <laughs> I think he realized like, Oh, you know what? Like, if if I just got cut from a playoff team where their only weak point in their game is having receivers, I need to start behaving better. Um, and if he doesn't learn now, he'll learn from, you know, the Rams cutting him. Because the, the thing is, it happens all the time, which I always enjoy seeing. is like the life cycle of divas in sports. They're really, yeah. really good. They can behave however they want. Teams put up with it. That that vindicates their behavior they start you know behaving worse and worse and worse eventually the downside of their behavior exceeds the upside of their performance they get cut by a team another team take a chance on them they don't learn their lesson they behave like shit again they get cut and then they go to that last team and they know like it's always a great team that can take a chance like Oh yeah, if they help us, great. If not, we'll cut them and we're still making the playoffs. It's like when Antonio Brown went to the Patriots. I was just thinking of the, yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I was thinking of. I like was Antonio like, Brown was... is just like, you know what? The Steelers, like, we're done with you. You're you're fucking crazy. And then he goes to the Patriots, behaves phenomenally well. Cause he knows, like, what is he gonna do? Start making demands? They just want a Super Bowl. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> like you yeah, don't have any for demands Tom Brady, to make. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I also saw uh, that Cam Newton's coming back to the Panthers today too. Uh, another big move, and I was, I'm pretty stoked for that. I mean, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it's a chance for him to kind of, um, like everybody's gonna be, he's gonna have that homecoming from the fans and stuff. I feel like it's a chance for him to like. Uh, I've always really liked like ride Cam out into the. Yeah, same. It's like I, I, I feel like it's his chance to like ride it out and like just kind of end his career where he started and like it's i don't know it's like a, it's cool it's i mean the thing is like say if, about it. he he's in football shape he practiced all off season talent talent wise he's probably he probably still has one of the best arms he's not consistent but like i mean he can still throw it like 45 yards on a rope um mm-hmm. he's i mean he's still fucking six foot five 250 pounds and fast and they have probably yeah. the best offense he's ever worked with. Christian McCaffrey's healthy. He's never yeah, had he a speed. Back, he, yeah. He's never had a speedster like Robbie Anderson. He's never had a possession receiver like DJ Moore. Dan Arnold is good enough. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, like I, I was surprised that that it took this long for Cam to find us find a spot on a team. Can, like, if, if you're if, if you're the if you're the Washington football team, do you do you? <laughs> Do you really, you really like Heineke is your guy over Cam Newton? Heineke is the guy you're going with over Cam Newton. <laughs> you want Jacoby Brissett over Cam Newton if you're the Dolphins? Just a, I, 
oh man the washington football team of itself when you said it for a second it's like yeah it's like oh yeah like but <laughs> it it's, just sounds like you're shitting on them but you're not <laughs> yeah no like, like when you just say yeah, the words washington football team it just sounds like you're shitting on them. yeah it's it's like it, it, it makes them sound so insignificant it's like instead of it's like, yeah. instead of, it's like this instead of the suns i'm like oh yeah that that nba team in phoenix <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm going to start calling it the Cleveland baseball team because, you know. There you go, yeah. You know what's funny? I, yeah, I, I, had a, I had a Cleveland Indians hat when I was a kid, and it was my favorite hat. My dad always let me wear it. I wonder if my dad ever, like, wondered, like, because he's, like, a, a pretty woke guy. I'm sure, yeah. like, part of him was just like, man, like, my son looks like a racist piece Something of shit. <laughs> Like the Cleveland Indians logo, the the Cleveland Indians logo is just preposterous. Like, yeah, it like, it's definitely by far the most offensive of all of them. It it it'd be like if it would be like if there was a, a baseball team called the Jews and they had my face as the logo, <laughs> and it's just a pro it's profile. Yeah, and, and it's like... just yeah, it's just a profile of my face, the exact <laughs> the exact same proportions. Instead of a feather, I'm wearing a yarmulke. Like they'd be like, oh, that's that's that has to be the the Jews hat. That can't be any yeah. other hat. That or if there was a baseball wild. team, yeah. if there was a baseball team called the Jews, I'd like to see them not wear hats with brims at all and just wear yarmulkes. That would be there. You go. That would be on point. I mean, they'd have the sun in their eyes all day, and <laughs> yeah. they probably the they, like, can they, we they probably wear a regular they, hat. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on the limb here and say that they have sensitive skin if they're playing for the Jews, but. <laughs> They're gonna get sunburned. Oh man, that's funny. Yeah, the did you see what they replaced it with? Now they're the Guardians, and they have the. Have you seen the logo for the Cleveland Guardians? Yeah, I I haven't. Uh, Is it? Is what if they just kept the logo the same? Dude, it's basically the same. Like I, I'm gonna Google this right now. Yeah, you should Google it because. I was looking at it and I was like, oh, okay, this is just not a, it's like a more realistic version of the same thing. They just went from a like little cartoon to like, it looks like a statue now, kind of. At least that's how it feels to me. I don't know. People say it's, uh, I'm like, dude, I, I don't really well, know the, what the, we're doing the, here. The, 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 the main one I see is just a baseball with a G and then wings. So okay. that's, well, that's, yeah, that's one of them, but there's, oh, here like we go. Mascot, Wait, yeah. I'm looking for uh <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know exactly what to yeah i don't think it's too bad to Google. It, it, it looks more like kind of like a, a god figure like the guardian than yeah i would like if if i look if you look at it and you know that they used to be the the cleveland indians you're gonna have some 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 bias going into it and be like oh that looks like a native american if i just mm-hmm. saw this logo and had no idea it was cleveland i wouldn't think it was any race in particular if we're being honest that is, yeah, he's kind of wearing like a helmet when you look at it from the side. I'm looking at more pictures of it now. I guess I see what you're saying. I'm excited to like explain to my kid, uh, my kids one day, like, oh yeah, like when I when I was Back a kid, when I when I was a kid, <laughs> there was this football team called the Redskins, and they were the Redskins for a long time, <laughs> like a like like. Almost until I was thirty. That's how long they were the Redskins. It's like, did they ask? Man, all their merch just like, said it. 
Redskins. It's like, it's like, oh, well, oh, well, I'm sure like that they asked Native Americans and they came to like, nope, they protested it every Sunday, every Sunday. Mm-hmm. And we kept for it years. For, for years. It's like, what are the lo- what did the logo look like? Ah, I'd, I'd rather not talk about it. <laughs> rather not talk about it. There's more than three feathers. I could tell you that. I could tell you there's yeah. more than three feathers. Yeah, no, it's. Um, I mean, I just, I just googled image the 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 old logo, and it's like, God oh, dude, damn. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah, damn. Well, what a time. R.I.P. Yeah. It's it's. I think it's kind of it's pretty messed up. Um, I mean, that just goes to show you that. You know, I, I think every minority makes can make an argument for how they've been mistreated the most at certain points in time. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I always have the Holocaust in my back pocket, but um, <laughs> but like the fact that Native Americans are the only ones to have not just one sports team like mocking them, but like one in Multiple. every single sport and sometimes two. That just goes to show you, like in America, they like are you know. For the 1900s, like the period of like making all these teams, everybody was yeah. on board, which is so fucked up. Every everybody was like, "Oh yeah, that's." It feels I'll, like everyone, every time. Everyone's like, everyone's like yeah. "Oh yeah, I'll go. I'll go to that football game. Hell yeah!" Exactly. Like, it feels like every one of the names came up in a room full of like bored people, and they're like all executives, and they're like, "The Chiefs. Oh, it'll be perfect." It'll be, you know, like, and everybody's like, oh, yeah, they'll love it, the Chiefs. Yeah. And then they just, <laughs> and then they're like, oh, they're the Chiefs. And then it's just, that, and then it seems like every one of those names was just like a bunch of white dudes being like, oh, this will bring the, you know, this will bring the community. They, they used to be on this land before, you know, well, yeah, you know, they used to be on this land. <laughs> like, yeah, just, no, it's like, <laughs> I mean, fuck. what's like. Fuck. What, what's really messed up is like when you look at other mascots they're generally one of two categories. They're either not human, like the giants, you know, things yes. like that, or they're animals, which just kind of mm-hmm. goes to show you like where the, like what the thought process would have, was of these like, you know, rich white guys in the twenties making these teams. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. When they're know. thinking of, uh, when they're thinking of like the bears and, the Packers and yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's, I, I would love to be in a boardroom when they were like suggesting like the teams, it's like, should we go with the Jews? Like, no, come on. Like we got Steven accounting. He'll, he'll get upset. We can't, can't do the Jews. How about the Redskins? Oh, sure. Yeah. We don't need to worry about anybody totally. being upset about that. Um, yeah. And also the fact that it's the team in Washington, DC, like that yeah. on, that's just like the cherry on top. I think. It's just that it's, oh, that's where the capital of the nation is? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck. Then, <laughs> then you know, pay, pay for pay for drinks at the stadium with uh, Andrew Jackson on it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, we have some more apologizing to do. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, Damn, I, yeah, if you really I, break it down, yeah. I'm kind of curious when or if the Chiefs will be renamed or the Braves because, like, 
you know, like mm-hmm. if, when you think about it, like the argument for like the Chiefs being a, a fair name, like a not offensive name, is that that was like, you know, a chief is like a positive thing in like a Native American tribe. But yeah. like, I think that's like, that's some pretty wild rationalization. Like if there is like a team like, yeah, we're going to have like the New Jersey rabbis. I'd be like, I'm still not on board with this. I mean, I am because I think Jewish jokes are hilarious and they're never going to bother me. <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. Cause it's just like a, yeah, it's positive. Like the brave. Oh, it, it's like the, it seems like if there's ambiguity, then it stays. But if it's specific, then they're like, Oh, well, you know, it's obvious. And you're like, well, I mean, pretty obvious when there's uh, the, the logos and arrowhead. What the, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I mean, but like, imagine like, imagine if there was a team where it was like, like the, let's say the, the Cincinnati Samurais and their logo was, had the race, the racist equivalence of the Cleveland Indians logo. That would be a huge problem. They'd be like, oh, the samurais is a positive thing. Samurais are cool. It's like, yeah, but. Yeah. I don't know. That is true. No, it's it's interesting to think about because, I mean, there are, there's a lot of teams that, you know, they, it's like, I think the argument that is made, and it's not my argument, but the argument that is made is that there's like all of this history and things based on it. It's like why do we, why do we change it? Because the culture is far from that. I think is mm-hmm. the, I think that's the opposing. But also, it's like you have the chance to like. I think, they. I don't think they look at it as to continue that, but in a positive light, and like, like oh, we recognize this, you know, and we're starting this new, and then there's like this way to pave like and to build on the previous culture with like, you know, I think something, something new. Like I think people, there's people that dig the whole like oh we're just the football team there's got to be people that think that's you know dope i actually like you know like (laughs) until i said it that way that made you just crack up i always i like i kind of i kind of liked it aside from the fact that it always low-key has felt like a fuck you from like the owner where it's like oh if we can't be the redskins we're just going to be the football team yeah but did you did you hear about this um so apparently there is a lawyer in florida that like when there was you know this is a while back so he had good hindsight into this um you know like when when they were first like revisiting like hey like maybe we shouldn't have a professional sports team named after a racial slur for native americans this guy Mm -hmm. he saw the writing on the wall he's like washington's gonna have to change their name and he trademarked like like the washington something the washington something for just like countless like names like he like he has like 300 team names trademarked he has like the washington titans like the washington um i don't know how i can't think of one yeah like the wash the like the washington um sharks like just like everything so now it's like you know if washington wants to go with like the titans they're gonna have to pay him like four million dollars or something that's insane yeah it's also so smart it's like you just sit there and like get a beer and like think of like make a list of all these sport name team names that you think they would use, and then just go. Yeah, that's man. The somebody, <laughs> you, it's, you, I'm always 
<laughs> you trademark the Washington Indians just in case they didn't learn their lesson. <laughs> <laughs> just all the fucked ones. Yeah, maybe they wind up going with that because that's the only thing that wasn't trademarked. They're like, look, we don't even want to do this. It's the only name that we can get. Yeah. <laughs> Man, how lucky would he have been if he would have thought of them? going with nothing it would have like fucking wrote down just football team yeah if he trademarked the washington <laughs> football team like we can't even get that like we don't even like this name yeah because you got to think maybe that was maybe that's what they did maybe they were like well fuck we can't come up with you know there's probably some certain situations i bet where because there's already 31 other team names um <clears throat> they should just go with something so. stupid like oh we're the washington light bulbs Mm-hmm. I did only- like the idea of doing like, like there. I heard like warriors or like senators or like um, senators is trademark. I think that that's what I was. Uh, that's one of the things I heard. Oh, okay. Like some someone was telling me about this. I'm like, yeah, they like the senators, but it's trademark. It's like hell yeah, that is Dang. smart. The smartest person to ever live in Florida for sure. Low bar, but <laughs> yeah, that's like a. <laughs> It's like a, a positive Florida man headline, you know. Yeah. Florida man trademarks. Like we found the one NFL names. Yeah, like we found the one person in Florida with an IQ above 110. <laughs> trademarked every name for a different state's team. Yeah, it's like the most proactive thing of all time. Like you just. <laughs> that's like the oh, kind. Of, that's the kind of thing that like someone has the idea for and just be like. <laughs> If only had that much free time and this guy's like i got it and he fucking went with it and i i think out of principle the washington football team is not gonna give him a dime they'll come up with a different name they'll just be like the mm-hmm. the washington refrigerators or something dumb like that <laughs> the monuments <laughs> or some... the washington the washington insurrectionists <laughs> Oh, we stormed the field just like the Capitol. Yeah, you're beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's a, that's amazing. Well, dude, uh, this has been fun uh, getting to sit and talk to you today. Uh, where yeah, can likewise. people follow you and um, and you know plug your stuff, plug shows you got coming up? Um, I believe this one will be coming out uh, not this week, but next week. Sure. So in that case, I'll uh, while I pull up my schedule, all of my social media accounts. Uh, it's just Zach Lord Comedy, Z A C H L O R D Comedy. Uh, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram are the best. I haven't tweeted in a, a long time. Listening to this, I'll, I'll, I'll have some Washington football team tweets to send out. That's a, it's not bad. Um, so I have some good shows coming up. Um, all of them are in, S- in SF for November, and it's mostly just bar gigs, but I'll be doing the San Jose Improv on December 19th with Kabir Singh as well as nice. uh, Tommy T's in Pleasanton on the 23rd with Kabir Singh. Um, other than that, it's just a bunch of, you know, bar shows in December and whatnot. Um, cool. but yeah, dude, I uh, I really enjoyed this as well. Um, we'll, oh, yeah, uh, we'll have to do it again soon. Yeah, for sure. I'd love to have you on with uh, with a couple other people, maybe Alexander and and, uh, and somebody else too. We'll have to, we'll have, to have like a uh multiple i like i just like having multiple people on and i think it'd be it'd be good vibes i know we've talked about it before too but yeah i'll, I'll hit you guys up about it for sure oh yeah all right dude and... i'll um 
I'll see you. I'll probably see you uh, in the next month or two. I'm going to try to come to a uh, blue lagoon or something. So I'll hit you up for, uh, for that. Oh yeah, for sure, man. <clears throat> and I'll, same. I've been trying to, I've been trying to uh, get up to some of the stuff up there, at least like, so I want to go check out some, cause I see like you're posting about some of these shows and I see some other guys too. And I just want to go check them out. Cause like I, I see what's online and I've, I haven't been to much uh, Bay area comedy stuff. So um, it'd be cool to, you know, come and come and see you guys all perform and shit and the venues look sick like some of the some of the show i don't i I, off the top of my head i can't think of any particular names but like i've been just seeing like a lot of great stuff in that area yeah no there's some uh there's some really good like weekly shows um so definitely just let me know when you come up sweet for sure oh yeah all right dude thank you for doing this yeah you bet Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Please make sure to like and subscribe on any platform you're on right now and head over to Instagram or Facebook. Give the page at I'm Getting There Pod a follow to continue to stay updated on this. And we'll see you next time.